0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. We're talking about day four from the ashes because of a recording glitch. We're not going to do a long intro. I'm just going to introduce myself, Jack, my friend Ross. How are you doing,
0: Ross? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, marvellous. Thanks, mate. Um, this finally oiled machine that is the cricket podcast, as always, um, especially when we get a uh, pretty esteemed guest on like Cameron Ponsonby. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Cameron? I'm very well, thanks. I'm very well. Good to, good to be back. Always good to be back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, Ross. Uh, it's it's it was a, a decent day's cricket, wasn't it? It was it was interesting. Um, Jack Leach took wickets. Um, really quickly, what are your thoughts about England's England's win percent chance tomorrow?
0: Um, it's two percent of the old predictor. Two percent. Two percent. What's Ross did is- say? Uh, Ross, Ross would say no chance it's not zero there's a big fat zero for England um, I think I was astounded we got through the 11 overs before the end of play um, but I do like the, well, the the optimism of some of the uh, some of the commentators um, I was reading uh, Jonathan Agnew's thing on the BBC this morning and he was just like they've given England a chance going into tomorrow it's just not going to happen is yeah. it just not going to happen there we go. Um,
2: so we've we've dealt with the England win before we've even got into the meat of the show. Ross, we we do have a sponsor for this episode, don't we? Um we do, which indeed. you can see on the the right hand side of your or your screens. Do you want to do to <laughs> talk people through the sponsor and what they should do?
0: Yeah, I've, I've written another little written another little tidbit actually. So. Um... Uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show um, it's sponsor time that's what I'm labelling this as uh, for this test match Serious Cricket have seen the light and sponsored each of our daily shows offering a 10% discount when you use the code TCP10 on their website um, the link of which is in the show notes and obviously you can see it on the screen um, if you're anything like us you'll be turning your attention to winter nets um, which are proving impossible to book in South London so if you know anywhere please let us know for <laughs> um, the season ahead um, but no wants to turn up to winter nets without something new to show off to your teammates so treat yourself to some new shiny shoes or finally replace the youth sized box you're still using you know the one that surprises you at the start of each season by catching your plums in all the wrongs way uh we've had the pleasure of wearing their gear Uh, so this is their team wear and we've also had their uh uh, some of their equipment over the years and for i don't like cricket club um, and the service has always been brilliant um, they offer next day delivery and they stock all the brands you need. That is Serious Cricket, sponsoring the Cricket Podcast.
2: Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Ross. Ross, Cameron, do you play cricket? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. What What, what, what are you in the market for before the season kicks off? Ability, myself, talent? <laughs> all of the above. Um, I've been telling myself I'm going to get some new spikes for about seven years, but they're, they're so comfortable now. They're the most disgusting shoes I own, but they they fit so well. So I don't know if I ever will buy some other ones. They're, they're yeah, my, they are disgusting, though.
2: My spikes are comfortable, but what happened during last season is that a hole developed in the, the heel and all the sort of foam padding um, mm. around the heel has come out. They're still really comfortable, but they're it, I'm just wearing like a, a plastic plimsoll on the back of my right boot now. Um, which, Delightful. Yeah, so I, I'm also in the market for spikes.
1: Um,
0: are, you, are you a are you a bowler, Cameron? I, I'm not too worried about England, Australia. I'm more interested <laughs> in Cameron's ability,
1: actually. Oh, God. I it hurts you to say is I bowl off spin now. And it's just, I've, I've wanted to be a batter all my life, but um, I just never scored any runs. So I had to survive or adapt or die, basically. Uh, so, yeah, bowl non-turning off breaks, which is very important. They're very effective. Just go little, around the wicket and be horrible.
0: A of gylo roll. <laughs> <Yeah>, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, do we want a match summary, do we, Jack? We do want a match summary, Ross. Um, right. So England came out uh, to bat this morning with Johnny Bairstow, um brooming with a little bit of sunburn um, as well as a century uh, notched on his belt. Um, and things were looking positive. Jack Leach uh, cover drove down the ground and people were just like, you know what, we're up for a fight here. We're going to continue the counter attack. And uh, we're going to be able to bat for the next couple of hours. Um, unfortunately for England, that didn't go to plan. Um, we lost all of the rest of the remaining, what, four wickets that we had in hand um, in the first, what, 20 minutes. Um, I think um, some of our players thought they were a bit better than they actually were um, and didn't really get the memo of trying to bat with Jodie Um, But he didn't last too long either as he snicked off uh, pretty much straight away to uh, Scott Boland, who is having another day out, really. He's... Um, he's I mean, he's like one of the probably the best test bowler of all time, actually, now. So um you know, one not above not Akshay of... Patel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The England tormentor. So, uh, yeah, England duly collapsed, um, which was pretty unsurprising to the majority of people. Um, But there was a confidence in England's bowling um, to start with. And it was a case of uh, limiting the runs, um, putting the batsmen under pressure. Mark Wood came in, dismissed David Warner, who was already walking to the to the shed. He got out mid walk off. So it was um, a very strange dismissal for him. and there was a little bit of fight back from Marcus Harris and Mark uh, minus Lavershane. But again, um, Lavershane, the number one test batsman in the world, is becoming Mark Wood's bunny. Um, and Jack Leach was spinning to win. Marcus Harris, uh, Steve Smith out. Um, and England were just like, hang on a minute, guys. We've, we've got a chance here. Where they are they're, what, 68 for three, um, gone to 86 for four. And I, if we can, we can get through Cameron Green, who's hit no runs. And, you know, they've only got Alex Carey in the tail. Um, that's fine. Um, unfortunately, Usman Khawaja was in, who um, decided to again flick on the uh, flick on the style after his LeBron James celebration in the first innings. He decided, you know what? I want to have another little little go at another celebration, and uh, Julie racked up a, a, an imperious hundred, is what um, David Gower called it on the commentary, um, and was ably supported by Cameron Green, who. I'm not sure he's a test match number six, um, but I tell you what, he uh, is enjoyable to watch when he does get going. Um, I think that they uh, they racked up a ridiculously long long lead for England. Like, I think they could have um, declared about an hour and a half before when they actually did, um, but they've set England a silly, silly target and uh, the game is um, well out of reach of the England batsmen and set up nicely for either the weather to win or Australia to win.
2: Um. Yeah. Uh. Cameron, who is your man of the day? Uh. Cameron. By the way, for people watching on YouTube, is not Max Roy Brown. He is Cameron. Uh, no. But, not. Uh, Max, I'm not. Max is Max is the graphic designer
1: and he didn't make us a template. So. Um. Man of the day. <laughs> it's got to be Kawaja, doesn't it? It can't be anyone else. Um, I think Kawaja is now kind of, he's an incredibly like elegant, hot-handed player. So his highs are incredibly high, and it's interesting when. um I don't, I'm not the first person to say this, but how it's kind of switched from being like, I'm so happy kawaja has got a game to all, like, it's good to see him back, or can he take this chance to, why on earth has he not been playing for the last two years, basically? And uh, I think Kawaja does kind of like, I think he did when he got left out, he had, he had been just kind of not scoring that like many runs, and it wasn't like a kind of diabolical decision when it happened. It might have been harsh, but then what people didn't expect was his replacement, who was effectively Labuschagne, just to be really, really good. And so there wasn't really a route back in. And so they juggled around a bit. And then, But then since he scored some Sheffield Shield runs, he has come back in, in due, due course. And it's just... There's still talk about whether he plays in Hobart next week because people are saying it's a long-term decision. So they're saying Khawaja will be a lock-in now to open in Pakistan, Sri Lanka, and then... No, no, so Sri Lanka, Pakistan and India, sorry, next year. I think I've got that the wrong way around both times. Um... And where do you just give Harris the rest of the series? And that seems, I can't get my head around that. You can't. The guys come back in and score 200s. And also what I really liked about it was kind of seeing him clipped up at the end. He's played, he's got something like 60 off the first, his first 50 balls after T. And you almost feel like when someone's just playing T20 cricket, if they get to their 100s, it's almost like, oh, that was a nice surprise. That was kind of, I, yay. But actually, it was a really kind of impassioned celebration again. And you can tell it obviously means so much to him. And he had this really nice quote after his first 100, or in the lead-up to the Test match, where he said Ponting had just said to him when he'd been going through some kind of tough times, he was like, mate, the, the harder I tried, the worse I got. And so Kawaja just kind of just flipped the switch and gone like, look, I'm 35, I've got family, I've got kids. Cricket's cricket, it's great, I love it, but if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And it's come out the other side where he's having kind of had the best day of his career Sure, it has to count in the best day of his career doesn't it he hasn't done this before so
0: yeah cause... I'd that's, retire that's, that's I'd I'd a few I'd best start. days of
2: the yeah. career we're, we're dishing out this series I, I've got Michael yeah. Nisa best day of his career Scott yes. Bowen, best, day his, best
0: day of his life Kawaja, Kawaja,
2: Kawaja Travis Head that's 40% of the team
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I made this joke last time and I don't think I should make it again but about England being the make a wish foundation of international mm. cricket and just, it, it continues. We just provide the best day of lives to people. But I don't know if it's very appropriate, so I don't know. Hey, on
0: this, on this podcast, anything's yeah. appropriate, I think. so. There, there we go. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Ross, from an England point of view, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't without performances, was it? We'll talk about the day in a bit more detail, but I, I think we should give some credit to Jack Leach, um, the the Somerset spinner, finally come to the party. Four for 80-odd. That's,
0: that's not bad going, is it? He bowled really well. Um, and I think it's a, bit, it's a confidence kind of thing, right? When you're a spinner, especially playing in these kind of pitches and playing on Australia, it comes down to actually having that trust in him. And there's always been that case of does Joe Root actually trust him as the frontline spinner? Um, and some of the actions over the last two years have demonstrated that he doesn't have that confidence in him. But today, actually, Jack Leach was making the most of the pitch. Um I think it's always difficult. Again, he's bowling when England haven't hit enough runs to actually go and defend, and but they were attacking. England had attacking fields to him, and they weren't just trying to protect um, the boundaries, which was, I think, was a positive move. Um, and I think he also benefited from uh, actually having Ollie Pope as wicketkeeper, who had an absolutely fantastic day behind him with two, that, yeah. two genuinely good catches off of uh, off of Jack Leach bowling.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was he was good. He was. Um... It's interestingly really. we know we know he gets better with each innings but he did look not all the time but he did look at times like a genuine threat um when when he was bowling today uh, and it makes it's again it's a, it's one of those things it now makes the decision not to blame Adelaide look even dumber in hindsight um, <laughs> given that he clearly has the the capability to 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 at least some extent tr- trouble the
1: Australian batters when he's getting a bit of help from the surface um I'm- yeah, go on, Cameron. Was, I'm, still, I'm still a reluctant Jack Leach sceptic. I just don't... It doesn't make sense in my head. It doesn't look right. I don't really... I, I think I saw the kind of assault at the Gabbers just now burned into my brain. I was just like... This, just You know you see someone so kind of viscerally disrespected and you go like, oh, my God. I can't believe someone's done that to you, basically. And, <laughs> like, he's... I think one thing I do, not criticism, but... The uh, thing I think when people say he's had two defensive fields, that is, a, that is he'll have a huge say in that. And I think he spoke after the Gabba test and when he came back into the next game and people said they were really defensive fields and he's like, I just needed to get in. My confidence was shot. And just the ability to bowl, send down an over and go, right, it's gone for four, it's not gone for 10 and work your way in. And we may be seeing the benefits of that kind of confidence boosting game in the last game here where he's able to bring that extra player up. I think Harmson said something on commentary, which I was kind of music to my ears, and I think it sometimes gets overlooked. People often look at like a long on or a long off as like kind of a defensive position for a spinner, and say, "Are you just giving them one?" But actually, one of the reasons that players out there is that it will try and encourage the batters to try and take one down the ground, and they might try and reach and drive at a ball that they should otherwise be defending, and that actually brings in close catches because people are pushing. So it is is a little bit of a tangent point. It is actually. When those men are out, I know it's so easy, it's so quick for an easy commentary line to be like, bring them up, make them go over the top. But actually, that has a, like an attacking purpose as well. But I think we're, I hope, I, I hope, I like Jack Leach, I don't have anything against him as a person. Seems lovely, but I look at his average of thirty, and I, it's the same as when you, I go, how, how, how have you averaged thirty of the ball? That's really good. You have got a really good record, but I don't know when this happened when did this record appear and be created
0: um we've been so, kind yeah. of be kind of judging that that bit where you said that bit is um the assault in the gabbo is kind of etched into your mind now yeah but that's kind of like going like to i don't know like a, a random field right and you turn up yeah. and everyone else has got a four by four and everyone's gonna be like oh you've bought the right the right vehicle for this England turned yeah. up. I know Jack Leach isn't a Ferrari, is he? He's like a like a Lotus or a TVR or like a I don't know a Ford Focus or something like that.
1: Streamlined. Uh, yeah, he's,
0: he's not. He's not four before. He was two. He was two wheel drive, and you've put him into some conditions that just don't suit him. And he's and he's embarrassed himself because it because of the situation he was in. He got stuck yeah. in the mud, and he was really shit. Um, but that was because of the conditions he got thrown into, and I think that yeah. poor management has been a a sign of how we've managed him, how we've managed Don Bess as well. Yeah, um, and I think England's treatment of those spinners has been um, a bit a dereliction of duty. Yeah,
1: I think it is. It, it, there's a definitely chance it's co- just confirmation bias, on negative confirmation bias, on my heart. Maybe the problems with me, not with Jack Leach. I do, I do. I, I'm more than happy to accept that's a possibility. But I do definitely also think the idea of like we've managed them wrong. I get it, and I think there's in cases that it's true. But I also think when you're in a high-performance environment. It's cutthroat, man. Like you can't, you can't hold people's hands through it in the same way that you would do in kind of a club game or whatever. But yeah, I. The more I'm speaking, the more I'm thinking maybe the problems with me. So, uh, there we go. The
2: thing, I, the thing I would say about about this leech thing is that he, you have to bear in mind with him that he is a limited spinner. He's not Ravi Ashwin. He's not Jadeja. He's probably, you know, he's not even. Well, not even Graham Swan. He's not Graham Swan. But people go on in England about how Graham Swan was this like genius spinner. Just Graham Swan, when he went to Australia, he averaged fifty. You know, over his over his two tours, like he 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 was not as good as Graham Swan will tell you he was. It's 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 the thing is with Swan though they they did manage him better and they put him in situations where he he could thrive. And and, and for example, you know, at that Adelaide test when he did take the fiver, he was able to win the game. Jack Leach is similar to that. I'm not as good a bowler. I mean, Swan is obviously a better, better bowler. I'm not. That's not. What, I'm not. I'm not saying that that uh, that he isn't. But but Leach Leach has two strengths. He can bowl really well to right-handers, and he can bowl really well when he gets assistance from the track. The rest of the time, he is not going to be giving you like plus value for the overs he bowls. He's not going to tight Not necessarily tie it up too well. He's uh, not necessarily going to be too much of a threat. So the onus is really. If you're going to play him on on the management on the captain on the coach um on Jack leach himself to some extent as well here to come up with a way that that his overs are not too detr- detrimental when he's been bowled in a, in a less than ideal situation um if you want to look at look, look at this in if you want just the numbers here's for his for, when he bowls in the first innings of a match his average is 84 um when he bowls in the second innings of a match 43 third innings 24 fourth innings 18. Now a guy who averages 18 in the fourth innings or, or 24 in the third innings is adding value. You know that's 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 useful when you come to second innings. Uh, when you come to the second innings of a game, if you've got a guy who can come in and be a genuine pain in the ass, you've got no problem with that. But you do have to factor in that at some other point in the test, he's going to be a bit of a passenger. Uh, I don't think England have got that balance quite. Right. I think, Ross, you, the, 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 the example you made with the, with the cars and so on, sometimes you do have to say, look, we're not, we, we just can't play you because we don't think we're ever going to get that much assistance from the pitch or we don't think the game's going go to go to, to day three, four or five or day, days four and five. Um, I that, don't think is, you're going to get that right all the time. But
0: yeah. Is,
1: is that first innings figure, do you know if that figure is in the context of, because it sounds terrible. Like, or is it? Is that is a normal spinner 60-50, 40-30 throughout the innings, or fifty to down to twenty? Is eighty particularly bad, or is that just a? I, it I think worse it, than it is.
2: I think it very much depends on on the bowler. So I think Nathan Lyon has um, a, a sort of situation where it's maybe not quite the reverse, but much more balanced out. And people people have a go at Lyon in Australia for not yeah. being a particularly good fourth innings. Uh, bowler. Now, if you think about Lionel, what what's he doing? He's almost bowling a different type of spin to to Leach. He's all about um, beating you in the air and getting getting bounce, and that that translates much better into like first innings, second innings, first um, inning second inning bowling. As a general rule, that is the trajectory you see. You see you see bowlers yeah, sure. better in in the in the in the third and fourth innings, or spinners better, sorry, in the third and fourth innings. I've just got Ashwin up as the as the gold standard comparison here. Um, Ashwin's 28 in the first innings, so it falls to 17. So it is there. I think oh, well. I think Leach is quite extreme. You know, he, he there are probably things he needs to work on in his game there. Um, there are uh, probably plans that England need to come up to that make him better at but that. Can... But they never play him. He's only bowled. I mean, I, we're, we're, t- we're, we're talking about this comparison. He's only about 150 overs in the first innings of a match. That isn't that many overs. That's quite a small sample size that, that we have there. He won't have had that much time to learn. In, those, in, in kind of adverse conditions to, to,
1: to develop his game, you know? Yeah. For just those numbers to make me, t- tell me why like um, England played best at South Africa. Because they go, we want you, there's, there's enough in it for the seamers for our seamers to win us the match. We need you to hold down an end, which you did really well in the first and second innings. Um, and then you can offer more of the bat. And that makes us a better team rather than relying on Jack Leach in the fourth innings when we can nip him out anyway with the seamers. Um yeah, I, I don't uh, know. Yeah,
2: just it, looking at Jadeja, Jadeja's like in the in the forties in the first innings, um, and or, or thirty six in the first innings, forty five in the second innings, and then that falls to twenty and twenty four in three and four. So it's it's, 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 it's it's Again, we're talking about Jack Leach. He's a limited spinner. He's not Jadeja. He's not Ashwin. He doesn't get to bowl on on really useful surfaces all the time as well. So you do have to sort of think these plans through. Uh, I, I think, or, or, or teach him to do something that's a little bit different.
0: Um, also plays at the set, right? Also, is, is, is yeah. most of his game has been played on pitches that actually assist what he's trying to do. Well, and that's why he's well, being yeah. effective.
2: One of the things that I think Leach does do, um, and I haven't got the data here, this, so this could be completely wrong, but I think he does generally speaking, give the ball quite a rip. Like he, he tries to bowl with as much spin as, as possible and i think sometimes in earlier in, in innings that might actually not be conducive to keeping the run rate down and and being tight and, and doing the job if you're because if the more spin you try and put on the ball generally speaking the less control you have and and if it's sort of you know anywhere within a, a 1 meter radius that that can be milked if you if the ball doesn't start to rag now if it if it if it is gripping and it is turning and it is bouncing then it doesn't really matter where it lands, so much, does it? If you're if you're getting an extreme reaction from the pitch, then then you're putting the batsman in in a in a, in a bad situation. I, I think that might be part of Leech's deal as well.
0: Um, but yeah, I missed I miss the rev counter. Remember they used yeah, to have that on the, uh, rev where's counter the where's, where's that counter. Like, <laughs> I, I like the the widget's always good. I always like the bits where they decide we're going to try this widget out. Yes. Everyone chastised that box, the the running box in the in the previous oh, test God, series. Yeah. Awful. But bringing back some of these random bits that don't add too much value to what's being talked about but could be a good distraction, I, I'm all for that.
1: My, my favourite one of those was um, they used to do a weak zone. and, and like just, It'd be like a heat map where the bat is batting. Every batter'd walk out and they'd be like, well, where's this guy weak? And it'd be like, uh, top of off, actually. And you're like, brilliant, cheers. It was just a really hot red dot over the top of off stump. And you're like, cool. Well, I, I love it.
0: Max has a, uh, has a real passion. I'm not talking about myself in the third person or, or you, Cameron, because it obviously obviously, um, but around um, where they put the slot, you know, when they've got the different bits on the uh, pitch. Yeah. Like, There's no such thing called the slot. So it's just like, well, Max, uh, your Surrey boulders have just been pounded over the, over the boundary again. Nice. Sorry, um, we digress.
2: But, right, yeah. Um, so we've done, we've done the talking points of the two men of the day. If we go back to the beginning, um, just we'll, we'll quickly go through the the, the, the the other things that happened. Ross, I, we were chatting away on WhatsApp last night. And I think we both thought that England maybe got it wrong at the beginning of the day in in that in they... So it's interesting it was an interesting dynamic here. So England, I guess they thought every four runs we score is another over Australia have to bat. But also every over we bat is another over Australia can't bat or we don't have to bat later. Um I thought the balance was slightly in favour or slightly too far towards, like, smash it and, and don't worry. Um, did, did you agree with that?
0: I, I thought they needed to... They, they just needed to get back in and find their feet again, right? Like, going out and finishing on 100 was an amazing achievement for Johnny Besto, And that the emotion out of that, actually, if they took a little bit of time, we're just like, you know what, let's be here in 25 minutes. Let, let's play it by minute, and then they can go after it. They did, I didn't think they had to be so... Um, Gun Ho from ball one. Um, I mean, I'm all for the counter-attacking cricket. Absolutely love it. It's always great to watch. But in that part, Johnny Bairstow had done his job in the first innings and now had to bat with the tail. Um, and I just don't think that really happened. Like you saw when Stuart Broad was in. Stuart Broad was just like, nope, there's a single there. Come on, Johnny. <laughs> and it was a bit like, Broad, you're not the senior batsman here, mate. Like Johnny Besto is the guy on 113, and you're going, no, let's call him through. When he's clearly shouted no on one of the occasions. Stuart Broad's um, not going to leave a run on the table, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't even. It wasn't <laughs> even his run. Johnny Beresov swept it back to uh, out to deep square leg and gone. No, as he as he loves to do. Um, <laughs> And Broad's halfway up the pitch to Johnny I He's like, for fuck's sake, I've got a trundle on now. Um, and I just <laughs> thought, yeah, Leach's shot was um, a little bit disappointing. Um, again, like, as you said, Lion is always going to try and get that extra bounce. So just the ball just wasn't there to do the shot they wanted to do. Um, and I just think if England would have batted for an hour and a half, it, it changes again the, the game. It it, it gives England a little bit more of a chance not to lose this. Um, And and we've talked many times in the last kind of couple of weeks around England's approach to test cricket should be about trying to maximise the draw percentage at this point in time because we're not a very good test team. Um, And I don't think we did that very well today.
2: Cameron, do you agree or disagree?
0: I didn't mind it, but that might just be because I enjoyed it.
1: Um, I thought, like, Woods, maybe... Wood's model was kind of filtered down. It was like, should we just should we just whack it? And it's going really well. <laughs> um, I also wonder whether Johnny Berso's thumb had anything to do with it. And he was like, I'm shot here. I can't really hold out. Um, and then you're batting with the tail. And so they think, actually, we're not going to be lasting here that long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stuart Broad is, is just obviously an intelligent man, just not when he's batting. Um, just the lap sweep, to the, for one, to kind of uh, on his first ball, and in my head, I've made up that it was on the last ball of the over. It probably wasn't, but it reminded <laughs> his just whole uh, attitude reminded me of in the, I think it was the first game of the, <clears> the <throat> men's hundred. Uh, the Oval Invincibles uh, knew that the opposition were going to be opening up with a left-arm s- spinner, as so they opened the batting with Narine with Jason Roy. So Narine would take first ball, and Jason Roy went, "You're taking the piss out of me. I'm obviously going to still take first ball." So they walked out. And Roy was like, you go over that end, I'm facing this spinner. And apparently Sam Billings, the captain, was actually like tearing his hair out on the sidelines, being like, We we planned this, we spoke about this. There's a reason we did it, and he just ignored it, and he just kind of went completely AWOL and was like, I'm gonna do my own thing. Um I thought it was fine. I think if I think nitpick I think us if there's any way that, that that this game might not be saved as a draw, it's not nine ten Jack failing to bat for an extra twenty minutes or so, like they went okay. We were thirty six for four. And we got two hundred ninety four. That's borderline miraculous. So I'm 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 okay with it. To, to be to be boringly apathetic. Yeah. Before we
0: go could to the least, Australian innings, could, readings... could have could have at least tried to get to three hundred though, couldn't we? We were. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I oh, would you, don't, you? Don't need to break those sort of barriers, do you?
1: Um... It's just quite funny. I hope <laughs> we just I, I hope we get two hundred ninety nine next innings. I, just want us to get, <laughs> I want us to have the best. I want us to be competitive, score lots of runs, and then just never get three hundred.
2: If you got 299 every innings, you'd be a pretty good test team. I think you'd win almost always. There's the model. There's the model.
0: (laughs) Let's go.
2: Um, If you're watching on YouTube right now, can you do us a favour? Can you hit like and can you hit subscribe and can you hit that bell? Um, If you do those three things, then um, you have one. Ross, do you want want to quickly tell them about (laughs) our sponsors as well before we do the Australian innings and questions?
0: Uh, yes, uh, this sponsor, this sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Serious Cricket. And because you are uh, watching this and listening to this, um, you get 10% off when you use the code TCP10 on Serious Cricket's website on all equipment. Um, good work,
2: seriouscricket.co.uk. Um, so Australia, they came out, they batted, uh, as as happens in Test Match Cricket. That's the way it works. Um, did you think, fellas, uh, I'll, I'll give this to Ross first. Did you think... Actually that England taking wickets was bad for England uh, in that it meant that they might have to bat longer and 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 um, or, or in theory go for the win well, Australia were 85 or 86 for four so at that point about 200 ahead if they collapsed in a heap and set England say 260 um, with four and a half or four sessions to go I think that's more likely that England lose that uh, I think it's about the same likelihood they win it. Um, than than what has happened, Ross.
0: Uh, one, I completely <laughs> like the logic there. Um, two, we've also we're we're down two batsmen. So as much as we managed to um, to get through the night, uh, well, those eleven overs uh, at the start, so with we Zach Crawley and Hamish at the crease, but we don't have Butler. Butler's got a broken finger, and so does Johnny Bairstow. So they're both in that position where we we don't have, we don't have that mid order anymore. So I, I I'm completely in, the, in in that boat of being just so. Uh, I couldn't believe they batted for as long as they did Australia. And I, th- I think to your point, if we would have rolled them, we, we would have been in a difficult situation because we would have had to try to go for it, I think. We wouldn't have been able to just sit and try and survive because we wouldn't be able to do that. Um, but I also think that Pat Cummins was too defensive here and it's one of those classic cases of chastising the best bowler in the world and the new captain. Um, because I think I think if they would have declared when they got to 260, that would have been game on. And they, I think they would have. Uh, we would well, have they, got, they declared a of a 265. Games. Yeah, but they've got a lead of 380 or whatever it was. Yeah, but
2: you're arguing about five runs here.
0: No, I'm not. I'm, you... I'm saying the lead. The lead of. Oh, they, right. should have, they should have declared oh, have the, been... with a lead, lead of that. And I've been like, go for it. That, go on. That get, would get have it been have. the
2: most disrespectful declaration yeah. of all time.
0: So that, <laughs> but, yeah. but that's what I've opened If I was Australia captain, that's what t- I t- would have done. Look.
1: Look what this England team have done to you both. You're you're debating whether we shouldn't have taken wickets. Like, it's a terror. Like, <laughs> we've got... We, obviously, obviously, the best case scenario for England was to bowl them out cheaply. It can't <laughs> be anything else.
0: Let them let <laughs> in 500. Down <But, laughs> um, with Milan, you're yeah, bowling all day from that end. Um,
1: but, yeah, I don't know. We, like, we'd have been stuck. But, um, like, I do... I don't think Bearstone and Butler ever came onto the field, as far as I can tell. This is a potential gap in my knowledge. If anyone does know, um, so does that mean Woods at six? Can they? No,
2: I think because it's an
1: injury. I, I, you're all right. Okay. Um, but then, but then Stokes had, had that thing in the first innings so where he's like, "I need to come back onto the field because I need to bat five. These are the finites of whatever.
0: No. Um, we, we didn't yeah. actually get this question, actually. So, uh, Lacking brevity one actually said, "Can you explain the rules on test match substitutions no. on our Twitter?" But I'm not sure everyone can. I'm not sure the umpires oh, I can. I can't,
1: but maybe <laughs> Jack looks quizzical as if maybe. But uh, no, if... I'm I'm
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you if you've sustained an an injury that means you can't field and you're a batter, you can still bat. Um, I might. I, yeah, I could be wrong, but um, i I'm I'm pretty
1: sure that is the the case um so so there's that sure and just uh-huh. one a quick word on the declaration i think he, if he declared any earlier um it would be a declaration for for the rain basically you're like taking the weather into account and the forecasts have been a bit iffy in terms of how accurate they've been so he's quite kind of on, probably gone like people just don't want to lose basically people don't want to lose more than they want to win so like let's take out that result from the game and go from there the only the only kind of criticism I'd have about the um, declaration is if they've sent Carey in to have a whack and go for another half an hour and then he gets out first ball, you're like, you've given him a hiding to nothing there. The man's out of form as it is and now his average is just, he's got a golden duck on his record now as well. So
0: that's... His dismissal dismissal was hilarious. Like Being out when you tried to sweep it and coming off the back of your bat. It was a great catch (laughs) from Molly Pope to be fair. But that Um, is a that's one of those bits where you go back and be like, I'm so out of form, where like, <laughs> lady, lady Luck has abandoned me. But
2: yeah, um, the other the other guy who did get runs was Cameron Green. Um, nice, I suppose, if you're Australian to see him finally turn up. Uh, <laughs> not ideal
0: for England, but um, but he, he batted all right, didn't he, Ross? Uh, yeah, as I said in the opening summary, I don't. Th- it hasn't convinced in this Ashes series that he is a Test match number six. Um, He's proved that he's more than capable with the ball um, and a great, great gully fielder. Um, So if if, if there is selection criteria, which um, is definitely good enough against England, then Bring him on continue to play him um but i think it's again we'll do a good thing for his confidence and uh, he plays some like good shots but again england i'm not sure we quite got the bowling um approach to him correct like the guy's like seven foot tall and we're trying to bounce him out with some bounces abroad and you're a bit like this guy's just going to whack you he was literally picking the ball up from outside off stump and just smashing it over mid-wicket and it was a little bit like just again our, our plan sometimes were a little bit lacking
2: uh yeah well, there you go. Um, in England, so to wrap up the, the day's page, make sure we covered everything. You can make it to the close without losing a wicket, 30 off 11 overs. 22 runs for Zach Rawley. What did I say he would get? I said he'd get 113 in the first innings, didn't I? And I was off by uh, about 90. Um <laughs> But maybe this time, maybe this time it will... be good. it's right? in good touch, yeah. Maybe but, this is the but,
0: time. we're we getting sucked in, though. It's, it's a classic face. <laughs> like, he hit, what, a, a, a pretty, I think it was two shots down the ground and mm. David Gow was on comms and he was like, that is... That is glorious. Um, I was about to say that is gravy. I realised David Gower would never say that, never that. Um, but he was. It was. He looked good. The clip off his legs for the boundary as well. Um, Hamid managed to survive. Um, Cameron, you um, on one of the previous shows, you've kind of said I think we might have seen Hamid's best innings, and he got twenty five and twenty six. Um, like, that yeah, was a, that was a, that, that was a correct premonition, mate. That was right there. Like he he, he rode his luck, and unfortunately has been. Um, yeah, left wanting, I think, is the polite way. Just yeah, it
1: it's really sad. And I think there's a really good chance that Burns just comes back in for him next innings if he doesn't get any here. Um, we've already all fallen back into the Zach Crawley honey trap. Um, I haven't. <laughs> no, I, done I done. Just love it. I think he's going to get a century, but it's like, you know, stop <laughs>
2: clocks and all that, isn't it? Um, I, I think it's set up for him. I, I, I think the pitch is actually reasonably flat. Um People will be tired. Australia won't be as motivated as they could be. Um, and the ball's a bit old enough now that you can whack it around. So, yeah, century for Zach Crawley, definitely on the way. Um, we've had people clarify this injury point. And so two injured to field, I, I think if it's an external injury, it might be you have to bat seven or an internal injury, you have to bat seven or no. If you've been hit, though, so an external blow This is from JJ, you can still bat as normal. So everyone, uh, so then maybe that was why Stokes had to come back onto the field because he hadn't uh, been hit, side whereas, so, yeah, yeah. whereas the
0: other two uh, had, had taken a bit of pummeling to the gloves. Groundsourcing rules the game. That's what you want as there a we cricket go. podcast. Yeah. If, if Max was actually truly here, Max would have known that. He would have known like, the, the clause in the ICC rule book. He would have known everything.
2: Right, so I think um, we've got three or four questions. Ross, do you want to read that full question in in, in its entirety for the person who's new to cricket? Uh, if you've got well, yeah, it up. I I we could I'll read the Patreon testimonial
0: we got and well, yeah. uh, and then we'll, well go the, to that. For, well on the substitute one, the substitute question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Lacking Brevity 1 has said, pretty new to cricket, so I don't know all the intricacies. Uh, no one ever will do, so don't worry about that. Um, but he's loving the podcast. Um, if you get a chance on the pod tomorrow, could you explain the rules and substitutions? We've tried and failed, and then tried and the crowd sourced and done that. Um, only just learn about being off the field means you can't bat for a certain time. Are there other such rules? Um, what's the deal with Bearstow and Butler? Can they bat in the second innings if they've not been able to field? Is there a maximum number of replacements you can have? Is that why Stokes is having to field?
2: So I think so, we've
0: answered that, haven't we?
2: We've yeah. successfully answered that question. Um, the other thing to sort of bear in mind: there aren't really substitutes in, in the conventional sense of the word, are there? In that you, if you are injured, unless you've been hit in the head, you have to you have to keep going. play on,
0: or or yeah, it's you concussion or have, COVID have nine, yeah. nine wickets, yeah. yeah, So you can be, be um, replaced in the test team uh, mid mid game if you've got concussion or you've got or you caught COVID. Mm. and that is it um, otherwise yeah. you you know you can break your arm uh,
2: your foot can fall off
0: well we saw um, we saw um Paul Collingwood um fielding for England didn't we in the test match not too long ago and he was one of the coaching yeah. staff um, yeah. so, but we had to, for, fortunately Craig Overton's been there carrying the drinks so the whole time and he he was there to come on the pitch um, and I guess so was Dan Lawrence so. Dan Lawrence was out there yeah yeah, um,
2: and then over on Patreon we have another Patreon, another new Patreon. So thank you to Larn. Uh, he says, not really a question, it's just a, a testimonial for us. Uh, thank you for the Ooh. brilliant content over the last year. You guys were by far, far, by far, by far the most played, my most played podcast of 2021. I listened to a fair few cricket podcasts, and yours is by far the standout. And it's great to see so many people now watching and listening to your content. FYI, I love the new guests that have been appearing on the show recently. Always nice to listen to fresh and diverse perspectives from across the globe. The Melinda Farrell and Shane Dietz episodes were superb as someone, uh, something different every now and again, though equally enjoy the shows where it's just the OGs. Thank you again, chaps. So thank you to Lan um, on uh, what a new Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. If you would like to sign up and support the podcast, and um, we will always make sure we have time for your comments, questions, etc as well as some other stuff patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod and then to wrap things up on Twitter we had a couple of questions first from Tim Wilton D who I think is in there in the, in the chat comments or, or on, mm-hmm. on YouTube as well um, since Test Cricket is so much about mental fortitude would it make sense to have a psychological coach ala Ferguson or Wenger in soccer Cameron, what do you think about that getting get arson I uh, think we've, we've joked about Allardyce haven't we maybe we should aim higher
1: I think Australia, I think Australia actually have one. I think, I think I remember seeing a YouTube video really recently where this guy, lad lads, was basically like, my job's been to come in and just basically be the team psychiatrist, basically. And mm-hmm. I think, so, it's one of those where I I heard it kind of was like a semi-jokey question. I was like, I actually think people might be doing that because they have kind of realised how kind of mentally debilitating the game can be because you are it's just the loads are so low as so they've kind of there is a move that australia have done i don't know whether other teams will kind of follow suit in terms of um in terms of yeah just getting someone in for the squad so that they can just have someone to talk to which is both a very positive thing and also kind of a bit of an indictment of the kind of stresses of the game, I guess.
0: There's diff- different approaches there though, isn't there? It? Because it, it, like, having an Austra- having a team that's on kind of on top of the world, kind of like Australia, who have not played much bio, bubble, cricket, et cetera, there's a, there's a difference between being a sports psychologist or sports psychiatrist for that team yeah. to being the like post-World War II trenches psychologist that you have to be for the England team. Um, in this kind of thing. Like that, like, so you're a lot busier. And it's about patching those guys up to be like, you've got to go again, mate. It's not. It's not about kind of, but have an elite level of performance. So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a broad, broad range. Um, I know that in football, it's becoming more and more prevalent. So, um, I know that Tyrone Mings, he before every single game, he has a session with a sports psychologist. Like every game that he That's plays, and cool. goes to do it. Uh, so, AFC
2: Wimbledon used to have a guy, and he'd come in with planks of wood, and the players would punch through the planks of wood to to, uh, nice. Hi- 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 as, as, well. as a me- as a
0: metaphor, this is what yeah. you're breaking-, breaking. Yeah, nice. Breaking I, like barriers, I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's
2: genuinely true. Um, Yeah. Um, Last question of the day then. So get ready for this one, Ross uh, from VJ. Uh, After the performance today, should Jack Leach be treated better by team management and start playing matches more frequently instead of always being left on the bench? We saw what he can do with good support and uh, confidence.
0: Yeah yeah I, I think we covered it at the start of the show i think uh, definitely england need to be managing their spinners better um but i also think england need to um open the the options that we have in the spin department need to be opened up Like the way in which we've treated matt parkinson this year's been dreadful like he's traveled all around the globe um and then just been a net bowler um and then had no no opportunities really to play um i think when we go to the west indies um I think it's time to give someone else a, a go, um, and whether that is Matt Parkinson who's at the top or whether it's his brother, I don't know. Um, but there is definitely some there is some talent on the county circuit that I think we should be looking at and giving that opportunity. Um, and as you say, Jack like Leach is a good been a good option to have, um, but we need to cast the net a little bit wider than him and Dom Bess.
2: Okay, we're going to wrap up there. Any
0: final words from uh, you, Cameron? All good for me.
2: Any happy. final words
0: from you, Ross? No, just uh, thanks to Cameron for coming on. Obviously, uh, everyone everyone's <laughs> exactly. loving everyone's loving the rotation of guests we've got at the moment. And um, yeah, glad to have you on, mate. That did
1: really, um, make, that, that did really make me laugh, actually. I've uh, really enjoyed the, the most recent guests and I was celebrating in the name of the two other people. I was like, oh,
0: no. <laughs> It's the two Australians,
2: isn't it? We, we, we... Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Uh, we'll have to get, we'll have to get an Australian on for the, the Victory Tour um, next week. Uh, Ross, one last word from our sponsor.
0: Yeah, uh, we are sponsored by Serious Cricket. Use code TCP10 on their website where you should you can get 10% off all cricket equipment. So uh, go and do that.
2: Excellent stuff. Uh, and we're at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you need to hit like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on your chosen platform. Cheerio. We will be back to wrap this test up probably about the same time tomorrow. Have a, a little bit of a sleep before <laughs> before we start. Goodbye.